0: where my handle is at Turkey Hitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 222, Dear Turkey Killer, a rough draft. And I am your host, and the guy who is seriously, diligently, practicing his trumpet call every time he gets into his vehicle. I'm sure many of you can appreciate this. My wife is very patient and understanding of my addiction to turkey hunting. And I'm not running turkey calls in the house to practice. And so I have been running my trumpet call a good bit in the vehicle. And I am close. I mean, like, really close, to being consistent with it and consistent enough to where I would feel comfortable using it in the woods. At this point, seeing as how we are now 44 days, 12 hours, 10 minutes and 22 seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama, I have no doubt that in 44 days, I will be consistent enough with the trumpet call to use in the woods to call in a turkey. And I'm excited about that. I don't know why I'm so excited about it. It's not like I can't kill turkeys using pot calls, diaphragm calls, box calls, a scratch box, whatever it happens to be. But for some reason, I'm just intrigued this year and committed this year to using a trumpet call to call in and kill a turkey while I'm hunting. I've got something a little bit different for you guys this week, as I've written a letter that I want to share. I actually wrote the letter to, well, me. I'll explain to you a little bit more in a few minutes what that's all about. But right now, I want to talk a little turkey soup with you guys first. I've been telling you, the turkey news is coming out fast and furious right now, given the fact that we are anywhere from 45 to 60, 75 90 days away from opening day of spring turkey season for most of you guys out there. And there's news that you guys need to know, especially if you're going to be traveling to turkey hunt this year. First up is that the season and bag limits for the state of North Dakota have been set. The North Dakota Game and Fish Department is offering 6,025 wild turkey licenses this spring. Now that's about 370 more than they offered last year. And their season this year is gonna be open from April the 13th through May the 19th. Now these licenses are available to North Dakota residents only. Next up, you Louisiana hunters have an opportunity to voice your comments and concerns on the upcoming hunting seasons in Louisiana. So the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries is holding six meetings around the state. Those meetings are going to be February the 20th in Minden, Louisiana, February the 23rd in Lake Charles, February the 26th in Ponchatoula, February the 27th in Alexandria, February the 28th in Lafayette, in March the 1st in Monroe. You know I recommend going to a meeting or two if you're available and voicing your opinions or concerns about how these upcoming seasons are going to be set. My thought about this is that if your state wants to hear from you, then you should oblige them. If you don't go and voice your concerns, you have nothing to complain about if the season doesn't get set the way you want it. Okay, next up is a story that I'm going to have to hold myself back on. I'm going to try very hard not to go off on a tangent on this. Hunters in South Carolina, shame, 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 shame on you. Wildlife officials say that wild turkeys in South Carolina are being overhunted. So, over the past few weeks, I've shared a couple of articles from a writer named Dan Gettings in South Carolina, and he's been writing about the state monkeying around with turkey season dates and bag limits. Well, this week, South Carolina wildlife officials and the National Wild Turkey Federation said that a 2015 law in South Carolina that extended the turkey hunting season and included a tougher bag limit has put too much pressure on wild turkeys. Really? You mean to tell me that a state where turkey hunting for many people is like eating or breathing extends the season by almost three weeks and the officials in that state think that that's going to help the already declining population of turkeys? What a genius move on South Carolina Department of Natural Resources' part. Let me ask you guys a question because I may not be thinking correctly about the DNR's thought process with that change four years ago. If a state's goal is to protect the declining population of wild turkeys, which of the following options would you think best accomplishes that goal? A, they extend the season by three weeks, but lower the bag limit by one turkey. Or B, cut the season length by three weeks, but leave the bag limit the same. Which one of those is going to result in fewer turkeys being killed? A or B? Common sense tells me that if you give hunters fewer opportunities to tag turkeys, then fewer turkeys will be tagged compared to giving hunters more opportunities to kill fewer turkeys. In fact, I'm gonna go one step further on that ledge that I may fall off of here in a second. I bet that a state, any state, could significantly reduce its turkey harvest numbers by changing a season that starts on a Saturday morning and ends on a Sunday afternoon four weeks and one day later to starting that season on a Monday morning and ending it on a Friday afternoon, basically three and a half weeks later, and only reducing the season length by four days. They'd be cutting off the first Saturday and Sunday and the last Saturday and Sunday from the season. I propose that effectively cutting two weekends off of a season that doing that would reduce a state's harvest rate rather dramatically without lowering the bag limit at all. Look, I understand that setting season dates, setting bag limits, and maintaining a healthy population of the animals that we hunters like to hunt is a juggling act. But who in their right mind thought, okay, we'll extend the season and lower the bag limit, that will protect the declining population of wild turkeys and help them turn around and recover. South Carolina, if you're really worried about it and you really want to protect your turkeys, cut your bag limit and cut your season length. You can always change it back in three or four years if the turkey population turns back around. Okay, I'm about to move on, but my point here is that South Carolina Department of Natural Resources has proven in four years what I think we probably all know to be true. The hunters who kill the most turkeys are the hunters who hunt turkeys the most. Giving more hunters more opportunities to harvest turkeys will result in more turkeys being harvested. That's even more true when you factor in what we don't want to admit or talk about, and that is that some hunters will not stop hunting even if they've tagged out as long as the season is still open. South Carolina hunters, you still have time to make your voice heard by calling your elected state officials and asking them to either support or fight legislation that would cut your turkey hunting season length. Moving on. See, I think I did pretty well. Not getting off on too much of a tangent there, but we're going to move on. New Jersey's spring turkey application period is open now through February the 22nd at 11 59 PM Eastern Standard Time. The results and the ability to claim the awarded permits begins March the 4th and ends March the 25th. Now any unclaimed permits are gonna be forfeited at that time and those forfeited permits will go on sale April the 1st at 10 AM Eastern Standard Time on a first come first serve basis and they'll be available until the season ends or the quota is met. The state of Massachusetts is considering allowing hunters to harvest more turkeys. The limit in Massachusetts is currently two, but wildlife officials are considering raising the bag limit to three turkeys and raising the daily bag limit to two turkeys from one. Okay, so that's enough soup for the week. Let's get into the nitty-gritty today. So I told you guys when I started the show that I wrote a letter to me. The letter I wrote is supposed to be a reminder to me about what I need to do, what I want to do, and what I should do before, during, and after this coming turkey season. And that statement really hit the nail on the head. It is a to-do list for before, during, and after turkey season. It really was written as a reminder to me. The truth of the matter is that I usually bumble around in the woods the first day or two during season, like a toddler learning how to walk. I'm just kind of getting my turkey legs underneath me after having 10 months off, and Just getting back in the groove of turkey hunting. So my thought process behind the letter is that if I can eliminate that period of time where I'm bumbling around in the woods like some kind of a lost klutz, then I'm two days to one week ahead of the game. Then after writing down those things that I need to do, I thought about the things that I forget to do before the season to get ready, during the season to stay focused, and after the season to help myself prepare for next season. So I decided to write down a few of those things as well. Well, by the time I was done, I'd written a pretty lengthy letter to myself that hopefully will get and keep my eye on the prize. After I wrote it, I thought, why not share it with you guys? Because many of you may do or may not do some of the same things that I do early in the season make the same mistakes before, during, and after the season. And many of you can probably benefit from many of the same things that I can benefit from in this letter. Now there are several things in this letter that I wrote to myself that are contradictory. But if you've been turkey hunting more than once, or you've even talked to a turkey hunter for any length of time, you'll find out that the entire sport of turkey hunting is contradictory. So I'm going to read it. Here we go. Dear Turkey Killer, that's what I like to call myself. In fact, listen to this, okay Google, what is my name? Your name is Turkey Killer. I mean, if Google knows that my name is Turkey Killer, then it's got to be right. Have you ever known Google to be wrong about anything? (laughs) Okay, I've gotten sidetracked already. Dear Turkey Killer, you seem to always screw up your first few hunts each season. Do you know that in all of your years of turkey hunting, you have killed one turkey on opening day of spring season in Alabama? One bird in all of those years? That's pretty poor. So, I'm sending this letter to you to serve as a reminder and a to-do list for you in hopes that it will prevent you from having an unproductive opening day, week, month, or season. Please read this letter to yourself out loud early and often, but especially every day the week before season opens. These reminders will help you live up to your nickname of Turkey Killer. Scout before the season opens. Use the OnX app to mark the location of turkeys that you hear, hens and gobblers. Also, mark the areas where you see fresh sign. Have the location of no less than 10 gobbling turkeys marked on your map. You share acreage with other turkey hunters, probably quite a few of them. You'll want backup turkeys for your backup turkeys when you arrive at the sign out board late and someone else has signed out for your number one and number two hunting spots that morning. Use your trail cameras for scouting and check them. They're your eyes in the woods 24 seven. Did I mention that you share acreage with other turkey hunters? This is not unusual for you, however, I must remind you to be safe and always keep your eyes and ears open for what could be another hunter who has slipped into your hunting area. By the way, don't slip into what could be another hunter's hunting area. Be respectful of them, just like you want them to be respectful of you. Act as if you are hunting public land. Did I mention to act as if you're hunting public land, some of the private land that you're hunting joins public land. Keep in mind that turkey hunters can't read signs or maps very well. So keep your eyes and ears open and think before you switch your gun from safe to fire. On the flip side of that, the public land is open to hunting, so do it. Hunt the public land. Don't forget that the private land next to the public land that you are hunting was public land a few years ago. The hunters and the turkeys on that property are going to act like public land hunters and public land turkeys on that formerly public land. Those turkeys will be more call shy and they will be tougher to kill. Spend time shooting your 20-gauge on paper, with light dove loads, of course. You need to get yourself more comfortable with that gun since you haven't hunted with it for 20 years, like you've hunted with Black Death. Dove shells are cheap, and shooting is fun. Go enjoy yourself a couple of afternoons a week during the preseason. Be sure to take some 10-inch paper plates with you, and some clothespins or duct tape as a target and target fastener. You are just getting more comfortable using the gun. You are not patterning that gun. You already know that the gun patterns like a killer. You need new high-water rubber boots. Your old ones won't even hold in the water that leaks into them. Buy new boots today. Wear them around the house the entire month before the season starts so that they'll be broken in before opening day. You have a new turkey vest this season. Familiarize yourself with it. Get comfortable with it. Know where everything is well enough so that you can find it in the dark with your eyes closed and your fingers in your ears. You need more toilet paper and wet wipes. Put some in your vest now. You won't be disappointed speaking of new gear your vest does not have a butt cushion your butt does not have any built-in cushion your old butt cushion has a leak buy a new butt cushion today one of your pairs of leafy green camo pants has a tear in it from barbed wire while you were hunting in Oregon sew that tear today or buy new pants Get it done now. Repair or replace your gobble tube now. Buy a new package of rubber bands and throw away your two old packages. They're dry rotted. They'll do you no good. Put lots of new rubber bands in your vest. Those rubber bands are good for lots of things and they weigh practically nothing. When you go out scouting the week before season, gear up like you're going hunting so that you don't realize opening morning that you've forgotten something like your head net or your gloves. Take Tammy scouting with you. She enjoys hiking, and it is a great opportunity to pique her interest in hunting a little bit more. Plus, she's a lot of fun to be around, and she's pretty to look at. Do not tell your wife about Tammy. Okay, that's all that I have for you guys for the free portion of this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. If you would like to hear the rest of my letter, then you are going to want to become a subscriber to the premium content of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. In order to become a subscriber to the premium content of the Turkey Hunter Podcast, all you have to do is text the word Turkey Hunter. Do not put a space between the word Turkey and Hunter make it one word, and text that to the number 44222. After you do that, I will eventually send you a link via email that you can click to create your username and password in the Podbean application and pay the $18 per year annual subscription fee. Your 18 bucks is going to get you not only the rest of this week's episode, but it will get you the premium content for all of our past episodes, which are quite a few of them, and it will get you the premium content for our next 52 weeks as well. There is a bunch of content locked up in the premium subscription. And I really think that if you spend $18 on that, you're going to find that that's probably one of the value buys of the year. Just throwing that out there. So go ahead, become a subscriber. We're going to have some great guests coming up. We've got the NWTF convention coming up. We have turkey season coming up, and I will be recording my hunts again this year to play for you guys during season in Alabama. And now's the time when I'm going to ask you for my favor of the week. My favor of the week is this. If you would please go to your Facebook application on your phone and pull up the I Am Turkey Hunting Facebook page. Scroll down, find the post for this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter podcast and share that post with everyone on your own Facebook page. Also, if you will go to the Twitter application and search for my Twitter feed there, my Twitter handle is at turkeyhitman, and if you'll do that and share the post for this week's episode on your Twitter feed, that would be a huge help for the show as well. Doing all of that will probably take you about 60 seconds on both of those applications total, but It will be a huge help for the show. With that said, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review.